I'm Morgan Hanso. And I'm Dave Hanso. And we believe that every person is created with unique passions and talents. And yet most of us don't live as if that's true. Welcome to the LGH TV podcast. Hello and welcome to LGH TV's podcast number two. We're talking about being a husband and a wife and working together every day. It's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, it is a rainy day here in Colorado, and that is that doesn't happen very much here. We have almost all year our bright, sunny days. Um, so I love rainy days, but typically I drive the kids into school, and I have a Jeep Wrangler, an old one, that I basically pull the top off all summer long, which is great 99% of the days, but days like this not so fun when you have a couple inches of water in your Jeep. So this morning, your mom, Morgan, picked up the kids, brought them to school. So we are here in our kitchen and about to record this podcast. Yes. Yeah, thankful for that. Good morning together. And yeah, coming off of a a good weekend, we actually had some big group of friends come over from Denver to what we call the Western Slope, Western Colorado. I think last week we talked about having a party. Yeah. And so we actually did host a party. We had over 60 people at our house on Saturday for a big fiesta and people from towns two hours away that know these friends came to visit and it was just a great time. Bump and jump, had a lot of music, had a buffet of Mexican food that was amazing. That was good. Uh, pulling out the guitars late into the night. Hopefully our neighbors still like us after a weekend like this, but it was fun. It was good. And yesterday we said bye to some friends who said yes to an invitation. They're moving all the way to Redding, California. So they stopped by and said bye before they left with so, their three kids. Yeah, sad to see them go, but super proud of people who follow their hearts, even when, especially now uh, for for our friends who are mostly in their mid-30s, uh, it doesn't happen very often where they, where they up and move and decide, you know what, uh, even when it's not practical, we're going to go pursue our dreams, so... Fun to see. So good luck, Tim and Corey and kids as they start on this new adventure. It's going to be fun. It's good. So last week we officially announced October 23rd as the premiere of The Find Season 2, which will be in Grand Junction, Colorado at the historic Avalon Theater. We are super excited about yeah. that. We have Brad Corrigan from the band Dispatch playing music. We have our friend Patrick Maxey, who's an artist that will be doing some live art. And then we'll having some incredible giveaways. And of course, we'll be uh, highlighting season two of The Find. So we are pumped about that. And we are currently looking for sponsors. So businesses who want to sponsor the event um, financially or businesses that want to sponsor through donations of products that we can give away. And just make the event that much more fun. Um, next week we have a really big announcement for LGHTV. We're hoping we can announce it by that point. Um, but yeah, really it couldn't get any bigger for something we've been invited to and really could help out the find. Uh, another thing is, um, I've just added a sticker pack to the online store on LGH.TV. Go check it out. They're uh, assortment of stickers that I designed. They're really just things I want to keep around me. So, uh, check them out. Yeah, and... my favorite stickers, Fear is a Liar. 
awesome yellow sticker that says beer is a liar, which is a great statement. Yeah. Well, go check it out. So today we are getting into what it's like to run a company and work together on a daily basis as a husband and wife. Normally you wouldn't want to work with a married couple, uh, especially in another country where things can be difficult, whether it's the heat or travel or, you know, someone's always going to be, there's always going to be someone who's kind of the baby somewhere. And uh, Dave and Morgan are, um, they're actually, they have really good chemistry when it comes to solving disagreements quickly and respectfully. Like they're, they have never really come into like a bad fight in front of us or anything like that. They've always been really good about that, which is like polar opposite with me and my wife. She has no poker face. We, we tear each other up in front of people. It's terrible. But um, Dave and Morgan, despite being in close quarters with cameras on them all the time and kids driving them crazy, do a really good job of sort of keeping cool heads. Even when they don't feel like that inside, they, they do a really good job of hiding that, and which is good for, um, for, uh, for everybody's morale involved. Um, Morgan's a worrier. She can worry a bit about, like, you know, are we doing this right? Are we doing that right? Is this detail straight? Uh, and whereas Dave is a little more, you know, kind of flows a little more in that area. But um, I think that he kind of tempers her out a little bit. And I'm sure that he has things, too, that she tempers him really well. So it's kind of a good, she's, a, she's the, uh, the yin, he's the yang. <laughs> we get this question a lot of how do you do this, especially married couples who have never attempted it or maybe have attempted it earlier on and uh, say, I don't know how you guys, how you guys do that. Um, so coming up in a little bit, we're going to um, ask a couple of our board members who have walked alongside of us for years uh, with LGH and ask them what it's been like to come alongside of us as we try to lead this thing. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good episode. You know, I, I think that for several people, the idea of working alongside their spouse would actually be their worst nightmare. And then there's other people who... I know want to do something with their spouse feel like that that would be an incredible gift in their lives but yeah I, I for us I think that we've really only known doing stuff alongside each other yeah it's it's been uh, more rare for us not to work together only for a couple really short seasons throughout our marriage we mentioned it last time but on the last podcast but we've been married for 14 years we dated all through high school uh, and so we of course were married through college and even in that we worked together uh, for an organization called Young Life, running teams of people, um, working with high schoolers and middle schoolers. And in the summers, we would work with your dad, right, Morgan, <laughs> as uh, he's a geologist. And so we would go and work at a coring facility, and they would be coring, and you'd be 12 hours on during the day, and I'd be 12 hours on during the night, the same job title, and we'd high-five each other. And Yeah, we were wearing steel toe boots and hard hats and paid good money but it was long hours but we were able to work during the summers like that yeah. and then not really have to work during the school years which was great and we sometimes and then I think we also laid tile together yeah so we? my parents my dad owns a tile company um, installation and so I learned how to do that and so yeah throughout college um, so that we didn't have to have a, a normal job and provide for ourselves while we're going to school we would take side jobs and we would work. You'd be cutting tile and I'd be installing. And um, so even since we were pretty young, we worked together. And so when this idea of us moving to Africa came about uh, in 2007, I think both of us had this 
kind of sneaking suspicion, as we like to say it, that if we ever could put our hands to, together on something, you know, we could do some damage in the world, hopefully for good. You're, you're a type A person, and I am not. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I like to say I'm a recovering perfectionist, and sometimes I slip back into that. But yeah, I was definitely raised as, I don't know, achiever, producer, and worked really hard. Um, I know this is going to sound crazy, but did I? I may have had one B throughout high school. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I was really happy when I got Bs, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, and so that's definitely my personality. And I worked really hard in college. I was in the honors program and you know, graduated with honors. And when we finished college at Colorado State University and we moved back over to the western side of Colorado, I was pregnant at the time. And you took a job with the organization Young Life. And then I was home with this baby. And that was actually a really hard season for me. Um, I think coming off of college and working really hard and getting a degree. Not to say that I didn't love my baby and love Asher. We totally did. But it was just this feeling that um, I was missing out. And maybe a part of it was I was young. I was 23. And felt like I was at home and you were out getting to do stuff. Yeah. And for me, it was my first full-time job. And so it felt like the opposite. It felt like I was working all day and I came home tired and you thought I got to just go out and explore the world, right? You thought I was out living and I came home going, oh my gosh, this is hard. This, this eight hours, 10 hours a day deal. Um, it sounded so appealing to you because you were at home. And for me, it was very tiring. Which is crazy. I mean, you probably wanted to be at home. And I was hearing you saying I was going on this lunch date and going out to lunch here and meeting with these people here and having the social interaction. And I was home with a baby, probably have some postpartum and trying to figure this life out with a newborn. And we weren't close to our families at that time. Right. um, So it is kind of crazy. I was definitely more of an extrovert when we were younger and you were more of an introvert. So it's kind of weird that that probably, that perception that I thought you were out living and you probably want what I wanted yeah, or what I had. Right. That never happens, right? Where we think <laughs> the grass is greener somewhere else. Yeah. So that happened, that, that went on for a while. And so um, when, when we did decide to move to Africa, start Light Gives Heat um, and begin working together really full time, one of the toughest things we ran into was simply finding what our roles were. Because often it felt like for, for you, right, Morgan, that, that I had kind of the more um, sexy job, the more fun job, the one where I would go and speak places. I was working on the website, the things people could see. And you were doing a lot of the, the finances, making sure we had insurance, making sure payroll happened, making sure, you know, all the accounting, it was a nightmare working between Ugandan shillings and American dollars and making sure as we looked over QuickBooks, I said we looked over QuickBooks. I've almost never looked at a QuickBooks report. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah. Um, But that was hard. That was hard because we had different roles and for a long time, mine felt like the more appealing role. Right. And I think if I'm honest, I still struggle with that where I feel like I get the behind the scenes work, so to speak. And as a person who's been motivated by performance and doing well, you know, I guess I'm just being really vulnerable there. You know, when you grow up and you 
get this award or that recognition, it feels good and it keeps fueling you to keep going. Yeah. Um, and so that's a lot of where my background comes from and to not have a job where that, what I work hard at is recognized or high fived or yeah. really seen that sometimes is, a str- sometimes is a struggle and that's hard. But I think like you're saying more so in the last couple of years, I've been more okay with the fact that I'm kind of a geek and I like spreadsheets and I'm good at, you know, the fine details and the type A stuff and, and it's needed, you know? Yeah. And just needing to have it validated more by you or the people on our board or within the organization. Yeah. I mean, part of that is me understanding what that language is that you need to hear uh, because of course I appreciate it and I'm well aware that LGH does not run or could never run without you. You are the reason why we're here today getting to do some really, really amazing stuff in a lot of ways. I feel like I'm all along for the ride. And yet often I'm, per- I'm the person who gets asked to go speak at universities or when people were you going to say something? Or on the news. Or on the news or the, you know, whatever it is. Um, and, and really that's for no other reason than my availability. Yeah, but that makes it hard. Sometimes that makes it hard. Uh, the great part about growing up is that you begin to be more aware of things and you can begin to um, respond differently. And so we've we've made some intentional decisions to work together more. I mean, um, w- one of the things that I think people... Uh, when when you hear a husband and wife running a company together um, could cringe at or love is what on a given day how many times do you think we call each other? <laughs> like if you were going to check our call log, I would probably say between you know you call me or I call you at least six or seven times a day. Yeah, maybe even more than that. Maybe yeah, more. six or seven times a day. Tons of text texting back and forth with each other, uh, emails. Probably you and I email each other five times a day, three to five times a day. Or probably more so it's the G-chat if we're both on email at the same time. Yeah. We'll just chat each other and, right. hey, did you do this? Or did you talk to that person? Or look what just happened? Or I just heard back from this person. And and so for us, we've created a schedule where um, Morgan loves working from home. And so she has very little interest in coming into the office um, unless there's meetings, unless there's a reason why she needs to be there. But... She loves to to work from our home and um, you know sit on our couch and work on our computer all day. Or um, and she can also get a lot of other things done while she's here. And um, I'm running the kids to and from school, working at the office or at a coffee shop. Over time, we've learned to make it work. I think one of the biggest challenges with this for us is because we really love the work we do is to not bring it home, which is is difficult. Yeah, I would say. That we have to be really intentional just because we love what we do and, you know, we're business partners, but we're also spouses and thus friends is that it's really easy to come home and to, one, to keep working because it's mobile. And so it's easy for us to be on our computers when we get home and we have to really watch that. I think both of us have that kind of natural... (laughs) self-employment, entrepreneurial spirit, because both of our parents own their own businesses and have worked really hard. And so we've seen that type of work ethic. So it's really easy for us to keep working. So one of the things we have to watch is how much we work and be intentional about that. Um, And then the second thing we were talking about is knowing when to stop talking about work. 
Yeah, that's tough. I mean, we process things so different. So Morgan will be laying down to bed um, at night and all of a sudden she'll bring up some something that she's processing that has to do with work. And by that point, I've fully checked out and she hasn't. And I'm a morning person, so she wakes up, she comes down the stairs and I, you know, I immediately have some question for her about about work and you know she's just not there yet so over time again we've had to learn um yeah how to speak each other's language and meet each other where they're at and uh not expect them to to meet us where we're at and to be okay with not taking offense when one of us says hey can we no more lgh talk right now right you know when we're on a dinner date or we're you know just hanging out just being okay with okay yeah you're right Let's not talk about that anymore. I love that you said when we're out on a dinner date because we don't hardly ever do that. Once in a while. Once in a while. I mean, we wish we would. That would be amazing. I just don't want to give the give the picture that we're out on weekly dinner dates with each other. Um, no, that, that would be healthy. Oh, no, no. I know it would be healthy. I'm very aware of it, but that's not our reality. It has yeah. not been. Um, I mean, we do sit down as a family every night and have dinner together, which I love, even when I'm tired or that's just our routine. Um, but dinner dates, yeah, not so much. Okay. A couple times a month. We have great family that does watch our kids and gives us time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying we, I wish we'd do it more. It's just hard. Um, well, I would love for you guys to hear from one of our uh, board members and see what it's like on a on a board meeting as Morgan and I tend to take things more personally than what we mean to communicate. Well, the board member, you know, it's interesting seeing the dynamics of a married couple trying to run an organization because, um, you know, they have very different personalities and they bring different skill sets to the table and you see that play out uh, uh, in board meetings and as they run the organization where um, you know one wants one thing and one wants another and you have to compromise and it's also difficult because you know they do life together um, I'm actually on the board with with my wife as well and uh, you know polar opposites attract I guess in a lot of ways too but you see, you see the dynamics of how difficult that is trying to run an organization steer in the right direction but also knowing you have to go home with this person and you have to do life with this person outside of the organization so it's you know there's no there's no breath I mean it's all kind of one and the same it's it's uh, um, there's no on off button you know it's um, it's just integrated in part of the, the general lifestyle of of living <laughs> is running the organization and then getting up on a second's notice and then having to go get the kids from school and the dynamics around that. And, um, yeah, so it's fun, but it's also difficult for sure. I think as we've grown and gotten older and been doing this long enough, we've started to realize that just because something is said at a professional level, doesn't mean it's true about us personally, or just because we disagree with each other, yeah, it's really hard for me when I've worked on a page on the website or I've designed some mailing or I've designed a sticker or a shirt designer and then I go, hey babe, what do you think? Do you like this? And she's like, ooh, I don't really, you know, and I loved it. And she's like, ooh, I don't really like it. Um, it's really easy for me um, to take that as you don't like the thing I just worked on or you don't think I'm good at this or you don't versus like she runs LGH with us and she has uh, an opinion that it matters just as much as mine when it comes to what we put out. So yeah, being able to separate that and know when it's personal and when it's not, um, 
yeah, that's that's been really healthy for us. And probably nobody knows that like our board. I mean, they sit with us at board meetings right. once a month, um, sometimes more than once a month, and get to hear us give our differing opinions. And sometimes there's votes. Yeah. <laughs> and again, just knowing and having that that comfortableness with who we are and with our marriage outside of the professional roles to know that it's not personal when we disagree with each other. And we do disagree with each other (laughs) at board meetings a lot. We know several other couples that run organizations alongside of each other or companies alongside of each other. And I know that there's tons of people who want to do something with their spouse I mean, the hardest thing is figuring out what you're going to do. Where do your passions and your giftings and, you know, what makes you come alive align? Yeah. And part of it is is, is not even, I don't even think we're talking about just a, your jobs. It could be anything. Um, some friends of ours run um, a, an organization uh, called Just One, Just One Africa, Just One, um, the Churchills, and they, they visited us here a while back and... Um, you know, it's not even their full-time jobs. Uh, the, this is something as a family, they've all stacked hands and said, hey, our kids and our, you know, us as a couple are going to run something like this together and raise money for something we're really passionate about. And uh, and they seem to do it pretty healthy. I mean, they are a busy family, but they're, but they're doing it. Right. And they work their day jobs, but then in the evenings and on the weekends, they're all uniting and working towards this common cause. Yeah. So you're right. It doesn't have to be something you do full time. It could be something that you give yourselves to for volunteer work or, you know, invest your time in for something or something you do as a family. But I think one is identifying what what it is that you want to do and how that aligns with your family values and yeah. you know what you want to be about, what makes you come alive. And then two, I think, is being aware that whatever idea, how, however amazing it may be, will always come second to that relationship. That tomorrow we would be okay with LGHTV being done, stopping, closing the doors, giving it all up if it meant it was going to hurt our relationship. Our family comes before any passion that we have, even when we love it as much as the work we're doing. Um, an amazing example of this, although they don't run um, it directly together, is uh, on the find season one, Dave and Mel Murray um, uh, run amazing organizations on a daily basis. One of my favorite things that that we learned about them while we were there was that they would sit on their back porch, uh, get a drink out, and talk about their day. And then at that point, it was done. It was time to be with their family, time to be with their kids. So anyway, if uh, you've dreamt about doing something together or you've dreaded doing something together, uh, our recommendation because of of our past has been go try it. Go try it. As long as you remember that your relationship is first, man, we we are proof um, that we are better together than we are apart. So at the end of each podcast, we want to talk about a couple of the ways that we're being and staying inspired and uh, mine this week is one of my favorite movies over the last couple years, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Now, I know a bunch of you may have seen this, um, or maybe you've heard of it, or you heard that it wasn't very good. It didn't even get great reviews, and I have no idea why. Well, how many times have you watched it? Just curious. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. Uh, probably like 10 times. Oh. You think more than that? Oh, yeah, no. I think this it's is... like 10 times in the last... 
No, I don't know. I've watched this a lot. And part of it is it's good for my heart. It's about a guy who lived a very mundane life, a very typical life. And at some point he realized it's time to pursue those dreams that I've had since I was a kid. Um, even when it, and especially when it didn't make any sense practically. Um, they even watch his, uh, throughout the film, I love it. One of my favorite parts is they, they keep looking over his checkbook because it just keeps dwindling down. Um, and at the same time, you see his spirit rising and rising and, and getting more excited and passionate about his own life. Yeah, check out this clip real quick. Here's, a, here's an audio clip that I, I, it's one of my favorites. I'll take your time settling. Try to be real still, okay? There's a snow leopard in this ridge. So we have to try to be very, 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 very still. We call the snow leopard the ghost cat. It never lets itself be seen. Ghost cat. Beautiful things don't ask for attention. It is a good movie. I'll give it to you. And I love the art direction in it as well. So you are correct in saying I don't... I don't know why it didn't get good reviews, but we're big fans. So this week I wanted to share about this book that actually Dave came across probably like four years ago or so. He bought this book called An Awesome Book. That's the title. An Awesome Book! Exclamation point By Dallas Clayton. And you bought these for the kids for Christmas one year. Yep. And it's actually, it's a kid's book, but... It's also one of the kids' books that's an adult book as well. It has some great pictures. And the whole book is about dreaming. And so um, I'd just love to read you a couple pages. So, and definitely check this out because it's some really fun illustrations. Yes, there are places in the world where people dream up dreams. So simply unfantastical and practical they seem. To lose all possibility of thinking super things, of dancing wild animals with diamond-coated wings. Instead, they dream of furniture, of buying a new hat, of owning matching silverware. Could you imagine that? Instead, they lay awake at night wishing for a car, not one that runs on jelly beans, but one that's regular. They dream of breakfast sandwiches. They dream of telephones. Sometimes they even dream of dreams that aren't even their own. Yes, there are places in the world where dreams are almost dead. So please, my child, do keep in mind before you go to bed to dream a dream as big as big could ever dream to be. And then it keeps going on about big dreams that you could have. And again, it's a great book. But just think, you know, as we are trying to instill in our family and our kids this realization that you can chase after your dreams no matter how impractical or crazy they may seem oh my gosh I think I'm rhyming you just What's wrote happened? a page in that book <laughs> um I mean but that's the the biggest thing I think I'm still rhyming <laughs> oh help me so no I just all I'm saying is it's a good book go get it <laughs> I can't talk about it anymore and it's a great for your kids as well as your heart so you can follow along with LGH TV online. On Twitter, it's at LGH underscore TV. 
Instagram, it's the same, at LGH underscore TV. And on Facebook, you can search for LGH. And as always, you can go to LGH.TV to our website for the latest info. Thanks so much. Have a great week.